So this week we got Todd of Junkfed Toys. He's a artist slash toy maker and uh, makes pretty cool stuff, um, especially if you're into the geek tree that I'm into. Also this week I think I'll be dropping two new shirt designs and we'll see what other little accessory nonsense you can get with that as well. And uh, yeah, just remember you can also listen to our podcast. Just search Test Plug in any podcast app and uh, listen to your ears bleed. Well, maybe not bleed, maybe just ooze. I don't know, is that any better? Let's hear more about what inspires and creates and goes on in the head of Junk Fed Toys. Thanks for watching Test Plug. Well, I'll do one of these numbers. Well, let's get this started. Hey, uh, how are you doing today, sir? Uh, good to see you. Good to see you as well. I'm doing all right. A uh, little sniffly. Uh, hope I'm not dying. Well, I am dying. Right. Eventually, right. But, but not soon. Uh, so can't complain. Nice, nice. <laughs> I've, uh, well, I always do the spiel where I go through where I've met you. And I was looking for things and realistically as far as toy creators on instagram you're one of the first ones that i started following is that right yeah oh, so uh, your space madness line from oh, way back cool. when uh cool. and it really well that was that was the start of it yeah it was the start of me uh well it was the start of junk fit anyway. right uh, that's how i came out in the game so gotcha wow thank you <laughs> and then i read read through some of your blog stuff and you know it was just it was really pretty cool i mean obviously i've been into toys before that sure but it, yeah. it really kind of sparked that whole uh, art toy or bootleg toy um oh, click awesome. in my brain kind of thing going on very cool that's that makes me happy to hear i i won't take credit for you being into toys <laughs> well <laughs> yeah <laughs> i feel like i feel like yeah you had that under control. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's been a big por portion of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where did you um, start off? Where did I start off? Uh, in what respect? <laughs> well, we'll start with art. What was your, your first uh, forte into art? Well, I've been drawing ever since I was, I could hold a pencil. Okay. Uh, my father was an artist uh, and he would very much encourage me to draw right uh, and i wanted to it wasn't something he was forcing um so we would end up drawing together a lot and kind of not competing but collaborating on things nice. i'd draw something he'd draw a version his version of it yeah. which was better when i was little uh or vice versa he'd draw something and i'd draw a terrible version of it um, so it, it's just, as far as art goes, it, it's a constant in my life. It's like saying, when, when'd you get into breathing? You know, it's, it's just been there. Um, but commercial art or actually producing things to put out into the world. Uh, I remember uh, I started in, in, uh, elementary school in the oh, lunchroom. Wow. I, I would draw at the time, what was popular, yeah. Bart Simpson, Freddy Krueger, right, right. kids would pay me There was like, a kid that used to do Transformers and, and sell them at, in my yeah. school. And I was getting like five bucks a pop, which was madness. Oh, and, yeah. You know, 
when I was in elementary school, that was a lot of money. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that, that, that was one of the first things that got into my head and said, you know, maybe I, I can, I can make a buck off yeah. this. That's wasn't always my intent. I, I create art cause I have to, right. Uh, I just, it, something gets into my head and I have to get it out there. But you know, it's nice when you can make a couple of bucks off. It, it doesn't yeah. hurt. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Did but you still, did you take a lot of classes that helped hone those skills? Or I did. Um, I only ever went to college for like an associate's. I got an associate's in fine arts, so I I did the fine art, right? That studio art thing, art history there. Um, but a lot of what I've learned was self-taught, just observing people that I admired and at first copying and then just kind of formulating my own, branching out from, from their example into my own. Um, but yeah, like I said, art has been there since the start. So I, I didn't, it's not that I couldn't use classes. I still to this day could use classes, yeah. but it's just something I was constantly in practice. Uh, it's that 10,000 hours. It's that, you know, that yeah, constant. I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and shortly after high school, I got some gigs doing um, CD cover illustrations mm -hmm. for, for local bands. Oh, and I, I, I know that people. genre well. Yeah, yeah. And then I started doing seven-inch covers for all the punk rock bands. Nice. And it just, I lucked out with, with it being word of mouth. Right. It, it opened up uh, uh, illustrations for the local magazine around here, um, and it just kept kept going from there. So, so yeah, uh, it's just been as I think back on my art, it's been a in practice kind of thing. It's it's a constant. Nice. Did you uh, save a lot of your old stuff and like kind of thumb through it for new inspiration every once in a while? Or I did, yeah. And, and sometimes something hits me um, and, and we'll, I'll revisit a theme or, or, or just kind of redo it, yeah. you know, uh, come at it and go, well, now I'm better right, or right. I'm working in a different medium. Gotcha. Uh, so I can approach it now uh, with toys or, or, or sculpting or so, you know, it's just, I like to make stuff. Uh, I like to put something into the world that wasn't there before. So the mediums are all over the, all over the, the road, you know, I, from, from illustration to, to writing, to toy art, to sculptural. Um, but yeah, I go back quite often and look at some of my own stuff and say, what, what can I improve upon or what can I use? Nice. Does your current occupation allow you to be that creative or is it kind of, no, it's I work. I'm an illustrator uh, for a um, for a, a, a curriculum company. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I, I'm doing drawings for textbooks and such. Okay. So it is creative. Yeah. You know, uh, I have to use uh, that kind of problem solving right, right. for work. Yeah. Use skate ramps for drawing angles and all those fun things. Right. <laughs> exactly. So when did that turn into toy making? Um, huh, I think about hmm, six years ago. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I could check 
check online and look at like when I first started posting. I'll put stuff, some notes it, in this in the corners. Yeah, yeah. But I think about six years ago, uh, I just I, I I went into my basement with some my wife at the time. Right. Well, I used to be married. I'm divorced now. Bought me uh, this like reusable silicone. Oh yeah, I've seen those. Product, so right. you could make a mold of something, melt it back down and, and do it over and over yeah. again. And that was the first thing. She's like, you had mentioned wanting to make toys. And I'll tell you in a minute where I got the inspiration. <laughs> this is, was the true catalyst. She, she said, you mentioned wanting to make toys. Here's this reusable silicone. You, you microwave it and yeah. make a mold, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I microwaved this stuff opened the microwave and the steam came out and it smelled like, like formaldehyde. Oh, lovely. It just all of the worst yeah. things. Like just the, breathed it like, in. Just... Yeah. I was like, Oh, that's not good. And like I, I ran down into my basement and had like a table set up and like dipped a Darth Vader in there real quick. And he floated to the top and I'm like, son of a bitch, it stinks. It, it's not working. And, but, Somehow it got into me right there. Gotcha. And I was like, All right, now I got to get the real stuff. I got to get good products that don't smell like corpses. <laughs> and I got to figure out how to make Darth Vader not float. Right. You know, so, so it started there. It's, um, a, it's a one half mold. You were just doing the first half. Yeah, <laughs> or it was like, yeah, just like part of his shoulder. It was a mess. Uh, but yeah, that product, I don't recommend. I won't state its name, but... <laughs> Um, but the inspiration actually came from, uh, Suck Lord. Oh, yeah. If, if you're in the, into art toys, toy art, you know who he is. Yeah. Um, I, I caught him on that TV show he was on, Work of Art. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, years ago. And I'm like, this guy is a character. And then when I saw what he was doing. Right. Um. I was like, oh my god! I, I, I mean, I, I was collecting toys. I'm, I've, that, that's a thing that's also been a, a constant in my life. Yeah, I'm like, he's making art with toys. He's using that as the clay or the right his medium. Um, and I, I just fell in love with the concept, the notion of it, and it, it sat in my brain, locked up in in the file cabinet somewhere for for years, and then. Instagram happened or I got on Instagram right. and I saw that, you know, I started following him, all kinds of other artists and you follow him and it's like, Oh, other people are making toy figures. And I'm like, well, I could probably do that. And that's where I voiced it to my wife. I was like, Hey, I think I want to try making toys. She's like, awesome. Give it a try. Yeah. And then later on brought home the corpse juice and <laughs> you know, Well, they still sell it, so obviously somebody's using it, or just enough people are suckered in to try it at first. (laughs) Well, you know, maybe people also have better ventilation. That could be. That could be. No, I just my home microwave. I mean, pardon, pardon this guy. No, no, no. He's featured very prominently on much of your uh, your feed. Yeah, yeah. He's my my grumpy old man. nice so uh you uh went to some better product um yeah how many what how well let me see how i can phrase this as far as for your first run or your first like trials how many before you started actually like 
going to sell it or going to make an actual usable mold and product? Oh, I, uh, I hate saying this because I've said this to other toy artists and they get mad at it. You're, <laughs> you're kidding. The first thing I made was the Space Madness Spock trip. Oh, well, then forget it. Yeah, that's, that's all you need to just, say. Outside of that shitty Darth Vader that right, floated. Right. You know, I just, that ended up not being anything. But the Spock Trooper, I made molds. Of, I, I pulled apart a Stormtrooper and a Spock figure, put them together, right. sculpted in the little uh, Federation. Little thing, stick, yeah, thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and made molds of that, cast it, and some of them came out with bubbles. Yeah. But I kept the molds, you know. Uh, did a little reading on the bubbles, figured out I needed a pressure t uh, uh -huh. pressure pot, got that, uh, got a compressor, remade the molds and report it, but it was the first figure. I mean, so maybe I, I had like two bad figures that I, I tried, right. said this isn't working, problem solved, and finally came out with the right molds. And you know, I, they weren't great. Uh, I've improved since, but that was the first thing. That was yeah. the first thing that I, I put out there. Did and you, did you uh, board and package them right off the bat or did you just yeah, bag it? I knew that was something I wanted to do. Just following example from, from yeah. Suck Lord and uh, a big favorite of mine at the time and still was Killer Bootlegs. Oh, yeah. Uh, so... I said, all right, yeah, we got to go. You got to, this is how this is done. Right. This is the example they set forth. This is the lexicon we're going to, we agreed upon. So yeah, I, uh, at the time I was working at a print shop. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So I did all the graphic design, Right. Uh, took it to work, printed it out, uh, mounted it on the board and put out, I, I think I did 20 in the first run okay. of those. I put them out. Um, to see what would happen and they went yeah people bought them so well i think you hit well, on it's encouraging yeah <laughs> i think so. with that figure you hit on like several like key things a it was still pretty early in the game um, yeah, yeah i guess so um not that other people weren't doing it but as far as the explosion on it because there's a little bit more right. of an explosion now um, yes but a you can't go around with star wars no no you can't <laughs> star wars people being collectors just with a mindset are already ready to spend some money. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then begging and boarding it or boarding it. Like it was an actual star Wars figure. I think really, you know, that same scale and all that stuff, I think was yeah. a good choice too. Not yeah, that I really, I've tried to pay attention yeah. to a lot of little subtleties that just amused me. Right. I'm like, Ooh, if I saw this with this thing in there, it, it, it would totally speak to me. Right. So, while I set out after the first two dummy spots that came out bad and, and after I fixed it and I, I told myself, I'll sell these right. if people are interested, everything that I put into it is for me. Right. You know, I have to be amused or delighted by something that I'm making or else I'm not going to show anybody. Right. You know, I've made plenty of things that I'm like, well, it should have just stayed an idea. <laughs> you know? Uh, but yeah, uh, I appreciate that, that people notice the little, oh yeah, uh, nuanced, uh, details that I, I, I pop in there. Um, 
Well, I, it's funny. So I, A, I wasn't rich growing up. So I did a lot of just toy store uh, gazing, I'll call it, where I literally would basically just stand in a toy store for hours upon, you know, at at a time and just look at the little features and the details and the like, think of the creative, creative aspect of the figures. And so when somebody takes that much detail and puts it into figures, I really appreciate that kind of stuff. Not that the other stuff and the creativity isn't there with other things. Sure. Yeah. But when they do that, it's, it's something that I personally really appreciate. Are you somebody who draws your ideas out completely or do you just kind of go with the mind and go with it? It, It's a combination. Um, You know, the kit bashing stuff, there's been some instances where I pulled apart toys and, you know, maybe I'll color it online uh, on my computer or something digitally. And that's about all that exists of a sketch of that kind of thing. But it's just an idea that uh, it, it comes into my head and I just know where to get the parts or I'll, I'll research where to, where to find the right parts and yeah. put it together. Um, but there are some of the things that I've done full sculpts where it's not kit bashing mm-hmm. that have been sketched out and I've even done mechanicals on. Oh, wow. um, yeah. So that's something I'm trying to do a bit more of, but uh Everyone wants wants the the commissions and the like the commissions. I I adore that I these people who who come to me and want to give me money to make something. Right. But right. Uh, often it's not something that I would just be making for myself. You know, it's yeah. not. It's it, it's kind of a step back. They'll right. Say, right. Can you be, uh, a spot trooper, and I can say, well, I'm done with that run, but yeah. I can do something spot oriented or. So, yeah, I get a little, it's like the, the barber's son or the, what the, not making sense. The baker's son always oh, goes on. Right. Yeah, barber's son. So good. It's the cold medicine talking, you know. Yeah, it's actually Benadryl. So if I start to just, <laughs> just a guy in a chair. <laughs> I'll just pretend like you're talking at that point. That's great. That's awesome. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> so um, what's your favorite materials and stuff to use then? Uh, well, for sculpting and kit bashing stuff, um, especially when I'm using existing parts and toys, I, I use a freeform earth. It's a okay. kind of a two-part uh, sculpting putty. You mix the two parts, and it this stuff it. it solidifies it hardens like a rock okay and uh, it's just wonderful the sculpting on that is a little bit weird because it's more like putty or dough oh, okay. where when you press into it and pull out your tool it kind of rises back out a little bit gotcha you gotcha know? um but for just straight sculpting uh i use a clay uh i think an oil-based uh meltable clay called monster sculpt oh yeah 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 yeah, and this stuff is—it's very waxy and mm-hmm. and firm, and you can you can carve it, you can uh, even sand it a little bit, right. and and then and then use it like clay. So it's a uh, a wonderful material. Do you have um, to use a solvent what? to smooth it, or no? Okay. Um, actually, you do for this yeah. one. That's right, you do. Uh, something like uh, I think I used rubbing alcohol. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, that was, yeah. So it's great. 
I, uh, the first time I really got to work with that was on a, uh, a collaboration I did with my friend Cassie Hart. Um, she, she's a wonderful illustrator. Yeah. And she has uh, cute bunnies, uh, the little bunnies. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, the first time I saw those, I fell in love with them and I approached her and I said, we got to make a figure of this. And she's like, for real? I'm like, yes, let's. And so that was, and the that was one the only that reason that, you went over and talked to her. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, we ended up dating and, uh, <laughs> but yeah, she's a, a lovely human right. overall. So, uh, but, um, yeah, that's the one uh, she, she came up with, uh, you know, turnarounds for the, for the sculpt. Uh, I got myself uh, a bunch of tools and right. just sculpted the hell out of that thing. Nice. And I'm still pretty happy with it. I mean, there yeah. are things that I would do differently. Uh, but yeah, I think that that one came out pretty, pretty rad. So, Are those yeah. still uh, available on the site? I haven't actually checked your... They're not. They're not. Okay. That, that run, yeah, I think we finished it out last year. We may have had a few more left. But her artwork is still available. I know that she is. Her, that's, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, trying to think of far as your newer stuff that's really impressed me is your dinosaurs. Thank you. <laughs> your uh, terrarium, almost terrarium-esque. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's... Uh, like I said earlier about making things for myself, yeah. that is that. Right. That I like when I'm at flea markets or 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 Goodwills or what have you. If there's a plastic dinosaur, I'm gonna buy it. I just I can't. It's some uh, compulsion that I it's a, yeah buy dinosaur. You know, <laughs> it's like I must buy it. So I I was doing that and. Uh, like you mentioned earlier about going back uh, some years ago, I was illustrating a bunch of gig posters for, for the local bands around here. And a lot of what I was doing is I'd have say, say a wolf and do a cross section. So right. you could see into the wolf's belly. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Inside I'd put little red riding hood or something <laughs> like that. And I, I was fascinated with things in, inside of things right. like the old uh, nesting doll kind of, um, so that just carried over. That's where that concept came from. These dinosaurs, I'd pick them up and go, huh, they're hollow. I could put stuff in them. What, what the hell would I put in there? And I well, put more go. dinosaurs. So, that makes sense. Yeah, it was completely for me. Uh, I made one for, for Cassie. Uh-huh. And then uh, other people said, can I have one? Can I have one? And so I made a whole bunch of them. That's, yeah. I'm probably going to keep going because I absolutely love making those. Well, it's, it's a beautiful idea. And obviously there's no end to the amount of plastic dinosaurs out there in the world. No. (laughs) Have people started actually sending you stuff now or? No, uh, I have had people say, Hey, I found my old dinosaur from when I was a kid. Would you make one? And I'd, I'd love to, but I haven't done that yet. So, but, um, yeah, I, I love making those. I get a little lost in there. And those were born of the, the mostly of the pandemic. I mean, I really dove in making these miniature, pretty, very colorful, imaginary worlds when I couldn't really go outside much. You yeah. Know? So, so, yeah. I'm just throwing this out there. 
I'm thinking Shogun Warrior Godzilla. That is, wow. Imagine that. <laughs> With some like miniature Shogun Warrior uh, <laughs> stuff yeah. inside. It's funny you said say that because I was looking at some of those old, um, I forget who made them. It's not Imperial, but those old plastic Godzillas yeah. with movable arms. Is it Imperial? I, it, I don't know. I I, I look yeah. at those with yeah. caution because really right. quickly there's money to be just thrown out the window. At right, right, right. Well, I wasn't thinking Shogun Godzilla, but I, I had the idea of, of cutting one of those open right. and, and doing it. Shogun would be beautiful. Yeah. Christ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, then you just uh, have to up the sale value, you know. <laughs> right, right. It is truly yeah, then would... an art toy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if I do that, I owe you a commission. <laughs> no, <laughs> no it's, I don't think I could cut into one of those. Things. Yeah, it would be tough. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, with as far as your collections, have you always geared towards one thing for toy collecting? Or... Um, like, were you a strict G.I. Joe guy or a strict Transformers guy? Or? I was, as a kid, I was a Star Wars guy. Okay. You know, yeah, it was just, I think we've connected on that a couple different times. Yeah. <laughs> Everything was Star Wars. Um, you know, and then there was uh, other stuff. Right. But it was Star Wars. That yeah. was the heart, you know. Uh, He-Man, I had some Transformers, some G.I. Joe. But yeah, it, it, it was mostly that. And these days, it's all over the place. Gotcha. Um, it kind of, it's mostly I'm recollecting things from my childhood era. Mm. Not even things I had, things that some friends had that right. I was jealous of, like Shogun Godzilla, which I finally got, but I didn't have when I was a kid. <laughs> so uh, stuff like that, right. you know, or things that I remember from standing in the toy store and going, I want that, <laughs> you know? Um, it's it's a lot of that kind of thing, and and a lot of what I do is just steeped in nostalgia. I mean, yeah. that's my. It's I, yeah, it, it's a thing <laughs> clearly. So <laughs> I'm well, not alone it's it's funny because it's not just it's not just guys our age like reliving it either. There's also a lot of youth culture that is grabbing onto it, and you know, yeah. so it's. It's not, yeah. it's a universal thing or internationally, you know, the, the pop culture, right. you know, where they're just learning about this stuff from the States. And so they're grabbing onto it or, you know, right. Yeah. <sighs> it's, it's, it's an interesting thing. And at times I struggle with it is, you know, I think a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, it, it has a bit of a, I mean, it, it was a psychological disorder uh, when it first was coined. Right. Nostalgia. Right. So uh, I, I think it's it's dropped out of the DSM since, but yeah. <laughs> it, it's very much as uh, a negative connotation to some. And to me, I think it's just a joyful right. thing. It's uh, like I have my collection room and I walk in there on a bad day and I, I just feel a little better. Right, and right. I, what's, what the hell's the harm in that, you know? <laughs> I mean, if I'm... <laughs> Uh, uh, destitute, and I'm still kind of like hoarding toys. Right. That might be problematic, right. but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll keep my nostalgia. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, I think 
I think like anything, especially once you get into like a little bit more of the collector world and stuff like that, you have good and bad sides to all that. I mean, like sure. the, the resale market is just ridiculous right now, you know, where yeah. people are buying things and turning around the same, even maybe before they get it and reselling it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I have seen the before. Yeah. Like the things online that you can order for pre-order on eBay. Right. And why don't, okay <laughs> but yeah that's uh it is a little madness there so i you know and i've seen that cycle go through a couple different times i was big into like the the early 90s x-men yeah um you know that right around that same time i had you know friends little brothers and sisters that were had parents running all over the countryside for beanie babies you know like <laughs> stuff like that where it's just like yeah finally yeah. got to the point where i sold everything I just got yeah. rid of everything because it was such a freedom of not having to have that in the back of your head where you have to get the next item or the next, you know. Right. Yeah. Thing. Active, like active lines or actively collecting. Right. You, you do have to draw some lines yeah. and say, all right, I can't cross this point or else it's going to be bad for me. Well, it's funny. So, I, yeah. I honestly don't really buy from comic books. I love comic books, but I don't go into comic book shops just because of that. I know it's like, it's, oh, like, it's an addiction for me. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same. I, I mean, I have uh, quite a few, a yeah. wall of comics and I was, up until probably March, the start of the pandemic, yeah. I was in there every week. Yeah. Buying comics that I knew I wanted or might want. Yeah. You know, it's like, and they pile up yeah. and they take up a lot of room. And there's just that compulsory to, to have to go back every week. And I, I love supporting your local comic shop. Yeah. I, However, <laughs> I got to support my local. Todd, <laughs> you know? Yeah, there is, uh, there is some importance to that. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, it's finding new art or finding, especially for myself, I know, that finding that new something is always addictive. That as far as like, oh, have you seen this guy's artwork? He's amazing. You know, well, now that's two more books you're collecting or that's three more, yep. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it gets... Oh. It's overwhelming. Yeah. It can be. So I could see why you would you would just kind of get rid of yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah so uh, I yeah. think I did something similar in the late nineties after the all the new Star Wars stuff came out. Oh, yeah, that happened to a lot of people. And, yeah, and then they just kept releasing more, more, and variations. And, yeah, and and I would I just put it all on eBay. Yeah, and, like dirt cheap. Got rid of it. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I had at one point like a 12-inch shelf of action figures all the way around my room, everything out of the package. I was, I've always yeah. kind of been the anti-collector in that way, where yeah. everything's on display. I'm not doing it for the value. I'm doing it because this is a cool piece to have. Exactly. I, I'm with you on that. I'm typically that way, unless it's a high-value piece in yeah. the package. Where, like, I might get killed for opening it. Like, there's... There's a, um, there's a few of those out there yes yeah but most things i preferred when i'd find it in a crappy package yeah. or loose because i'm like i want my hands i need that tactile right to hold to feel the piece of art the sculpt the all of it you know yeah. um so yeah i i'm with you on that display them but yeah, that's again. Then you have all these damn figures you have to dust around, or or yeah, I haven't I haven't time. perfected that method yet. Yeah, 
Good luck. I don't think anyone has. I just take a, a leaf blower to my collection. It, <laughs> it blows the dust. It blows the collection. It just cleans it all up. They need to have like some kind of like washing. Well, I guess they make washing machines. <laughs> <laughs> we need a, a machine that which washes. <laughs> exactly. What do we call this? But like, you know, I, I guess they can make ones that are specialized in toy washing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they probably do. <laughs> um, what uh, what's been as far as is there anything from your childhood that you you still have that one piece that one special item? I actually have a lot of pieces from childhood uh, still. My dad held on to a lot of my Star nice. Wars stuff. Did you guys stay um, in so the Connecticut I, area pretty much growing up, or uh, I started? I was born in Massachusetts. Okay, and then. My parents divorced, and my mom and I moved to Connecticut when I was uh, like thirteen. Okay. Um, so in New England, right? You know, so the area, yeah. Um, but yeah, my dad held on to the Star Wars stuff. Nice. Uh, and so, and you know, I, I collected it from him some years later. You know, right. uh, I went through that. I'm too old for toys phase when I was around, maybe. 12 to i don't know 19. oh okay and then i think at 19 i was like the hell with that i want my star wars figures so i, I got those from that and uh they mean the world to me i walk by them every day and look at them and just uh, it, it brings back memories stronger yeah, than looking awesome. at photos you know i mean it, it's just like i remember picking up that luke off the shelf or or going to Bradley's and, and digging through the cards and looking for Grand Moff Tarkin for some reason, because uh, he didn't exist, but yeah. I thought he might. He did <laughs> just hard enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm still waiting for my B. Arthur from... Uh, um, from uh, uh, Tim. Yeah, Tim, from Tim. Yeah, from Tim Barron. He's got to make that thing, man. <laughs> That's funny. I actually produced those cards. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. That's uh people people were really into the way my cards looked. Right. Uh so I started getting some work doing cards for nice. other folks. Just the production. Right, right. I mean that's all Tim. Uh but that's such a great, a great one. And that B. Arthur is just the selling point of <laughs> Totally. It's not it's not her character name, it's a B. Arthur figure. Yeah, which exactly. is I love it. I love it. It had like a flip top head thing where you could like put stuff in it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I randomly bug him about that online every once in a while. Yeah. Where's yeah. my figure? Where's my two dollars? Where's my two dollars? <laughs> awesome. Um, how many collaborations and stuff have you gotten to do? Huh. I don't know anymore. Uh, a number of them. Oh, that's uh, good. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I did stuff with uh, Cassie Hart. Yeah, uh, Corpse Tits okay. <laughs> was uh, one. I don't know if this is needs to be bleeped. You're or... you're right in that line. You're <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, well, that's her Instagram handle. Yeah. Uh, that we, we did her uh, uh, ghost hug. Okay. Uh, uh, character. Uh, I did some work early on with Special Ed Toys. Okay. I don't know. If yeah, yeah. Really... yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, I probably saw him st his stuff through your 
Could be, yeah. Uh, shaky bacon. Uh, and yeah, it's just, I'm, I'm forgetting a bunch. But right. Yeah, a number of them. And it's fun. Yeah. I, like, I like collaborating with people. But there is a little bit of, it's not all me. You know, I mean, there's something about, right. I, I do prefer the, the, my stuff just going at it alone. Yeah. Uh, well, you have standards, you have ideas that you kind of, you know. Right. 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 And I don't, you know, having to parse it through somebody else. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, some of them just hit just right. And, and that's the ones I go for. And I'll, I will go for in the future. You know, uh, I have nothing lined up so far, but. <laughs> Well, yeah. you did throw a teaser out there for uh, new figures in in the in the lines or in the, the works. Yes, I do have some new figures actually. Um, I'm we... doing something. I'm going to be part of the uh, Clutter Gallery does uh, a show every year called In Action Figures. Oh and yeah, it's just a tribute to uh, three point or, or old school action figures. Right, not even three point seven five, but just. Four, four or five parts of articulation, and that's it. Yeah, all of it. Yeah, um, and I've done it a number of years, and it's a great show, and it always brings out a lot of really cool art and artists. Uh, so I have something for that lined up that I'm not going to disclose. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I already disclosed a little bit on on Instagram, but um, what else do I have coming up? I a whole bunch of dinoramas. <laughs> I mean, that's just in my future forever. Yeah. Um, what else? There's, and I'm doing a, doing a figure for a show called, let me see, I have it written down here, Toy Division, hmm. uh, which is going to be uh, a toy tribute to New Wave. Oh. Uh, and that's going to be happening at a toy store called Earth to Kentucky. Yeah, I've been seeing some of their stuff here and there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a, a guy named Dustin. Okay. And I believe his wife or partner, yeah. forgive me, uh, opened this toy store. And it just, they're doing great things. I mean, they opened it during the pandemic, which, yeah. good luck to them, man. <laughs> but uh, they seem to be doing some great things. Yeah. And I love the idea of, of this. I mean, 80s new wave i'll take it yeah so yeah well i think i think that. the community the toy maker community or the you know bootleg community has done pretty good on supporting each other it it seems pretty like, good yeah. yeah yeah of course there's people there's always some backbiting yeah uh but for the most part it seems to be a very supportive and inclusive uh, uh not too big of an east coast west coast beef going on yeah, you know yeah but not at all I think there's a lot of integration in that respect. Uh, but maybe I, I just don't pay enough attention. Maybe they all hate each other. Maybe they, I don't know. <laughs> well, the five now that I've talked to have been pretty cool with each other. So. Yeah. No, it, it's, it, it seems to be a very just chilled out kind of crowd. Yeah. Um, I, I know a lot of people do get bent out of shape when they feel like someone else took their idea right. or, which is valid but what happens a lot in this scene and why we we see a lot of repetition is because we're all drinking from the same pool exactly uh you know um it, it's like i i do remember someone years back getting mad at me for making a i made a skeletor with mr t's head and i painted oh, mr yeah. t's head like skeletor 
where it was just like, ha, it amused me. Right, so right, I right. made it. And someone wrote to me, he said, man, that's messed up. I use Mr. T. <laughs> I was like, okay. So that's did like Mr. Saying, T. <laughs> yeah, right. And beyond that, that's like saying, that's messed up. I can't believe you you use blue in your in your artwork. I use blue. <laughs> I claimed blue. Yeah. So yeah, there's we're drinking from a very limited right. pool. So yeah, there's going to be some people are going to have an unsame idea. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I think. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, if if you're just literally making a mold of a figure and putting out that mold, you know, that's one thing. But if you've put yeah. any creativity into it at all, you know, it's yeah. it's there is difference. I mean. There yeah. is, most well, certainly, yeah. And that's the and, thing, you didn't create the original anyway, so what is there to... <laughs> Well, that guy has gone on to sue Mr. T. For <laughs> using Mr. Right, T. right, how dare you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's incredible. But Well, until yeah, later you find out the guy who wrote you the letter was Mr. T. Man, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in no in no place did it call me a fool so right, exactly know, there was no pity to be thrown <laughs> no so yeah I, how how was i to know <laughs> signed mr t <laughs> signed mr t exactly yeah well the sad thing is how much i i try i'm racking my brain right now because i know i've seen his his real name somewhere and like i don't even you know <laughs> i can't pronounce his last name i think it's lawrence yeah T something. Right, right. <laughs> Lawrence T. That's his name. <laughs> we'll go with that. Um, have you ever thought about doing any like collaboration with your dad or anything to kind of reconnect um, some of that? No. Uh, well, he he's passed. Oh, he passed. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, but but even even when before he passed, it's just he had stopped doing artwork sometime in his forties. Oh, okay. Just kind of lost creative drive yeah. you know yeah so. i went through a pretty like a 20-year spell almost of that where i i still was yeah. very interested in creative creative things but i personally wasn't doing anything yeah yeah that's and it's something that terrifies me uh that it's you know seeing it happen to him was kind of a bummer because i i really enjoyed his output yeah and watching him draw made me giddy um <laughs> and it just went away and I worried, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to hit my 40s and lose all creative drive. And I hit my 40s and it, 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 it skyrocketed. Yeah. It's like I started making more stuff. So, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm my own man, I guess. <laughs> good, good. Well, that, yeah. well we're, we're all benefiting from it. So keep going. Uh, yeah. I have to. Yeah. I have to keep, keep doing it. So, I, I, appreciate, I appreciate people enjoying what i'm making yeah well, that's that's just the size of yeah. it nice nice this has been fun man i uh cool. i appreciate like it. i yeah, said it was... you're one of the f first people that i started following in this this genre um right on yeah and uh i'm looking forward to more stuff yeah. awesome well i'll have more more shortly <laughs> cool beans well right. um at this point thanks for watching test plug and uh We'll see more from uh, Todd Rogers, a.k.a. JunkFed. And uh, have a good day, man. Be good. Next week, we'll have an interview with Tom Moore, um, a musician that I've known for quite a while. 
Um, he's currently out of Baltimore, but uh, he's been a little around the world also. Thanks for watching Test Blood.